the Chicoms, George Soros, a whole host of uh, terrorist groups. Uh, they and now the new uh, Confederation of Terrorists are meeting in DC with deep state people called the Legion of Doom, add in Native American tribal leaders, not all of them, but many of them, casino owners, uh, deeply in bed with the cartels, money laundering and so forth. And they are organizing, we believe, to stop this red wave of populism that's springing up, which put Virginia in the hands of Republicans. And the Kyle Rittenhouse case could very well be the flashpoint. It'll be the Rodney King event of 2021. And I think it could set off this domestic terrorism. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Dave Hodges coming back today, and he has famously been covering the Arizona election and all the fraud that's going down there. He lives in Maricopa County, so he knows all these people personally in Arizona. And so he's been covering the audit for a while. He's been covering audits just in general. And just how corrupt on both sides. He says that the auditors, the people running that are even more corrupt than the the people against them. They're not really against them. It's one big setup and he's going to talk about it. But the most important thing that we talk about is this legion of doom. It's this group. He's going to explain what it is and how they are planning on bringing this whole war to the next level. He's been tracking along with his contacts, trying to figure out what they have planned next and how they plan to escalate this thing. It's so, we all see all these weird things going on. We know that things are brewing and we know the reset. That is happening. They want to change the way the world works and they're on track, uh, trying to make it happen by 2030. And then also 2050 is another major milestone. But 2030, they're pushing big time. They want to change out the monetary system. They want to change how things are going. But they also want to take down the United States, and he is aggressively trying to figure out what's going on. They have contacts inside this legion of doom or people who have seen this all happen. It's been planned for about 10 years now, and they're just waiting to implement and looking for the right events to trigger it, much like a George Floyd. They're looking for that next event to trigger just massive terrorist attacks is what he's thinking based on what their contacts are telling them. You know, we always have to be careful what contacts are telling us because they purposely feed us misinformation so that when we go out there and report on it, we look like we're, we don't know what we're doing or we're just conspiracy theorists. So I always, uh, I'm very careful about everything that I report on and, you know, I'll tell you when I hear it from an inside source and he's very careful as well. And he's going to tell you what the buildup of this was, 
We don't know what event, when they're going to do things, but he's speculating what he thinks is going to happen. And we do know they want to take down the United States and they have many more things up their sleeves. And the thing that is the the worst thing for them is this populist movement and the people standing up against them because that's that's the most power that we have. We still have a lot of people asleep and we have a lot of people that are too scared to do anything. They're just too scared to do anything but follow, too scared to do anything but get the jab. They're just frightened and we need to create other systems, other ways for people to make a living, to eat, to live their life outside of a system that's dependent on their rules and mandates so people can choose to do things that are better for themselves. I mean, getting the jab, knowing that it's going to hurt your immune system and people are choosing to do that because they don't know what else to do. I had someone contact me just the other day saying that they're they're really upset because their loved ones are just giving in and they're just going to go get the jab because they're losing their jobs and their livelihoods. And so what we can do to combat this is really create systems and things outside of their control. We have to eliminate their control, period. We have to get rid of their power. And some people think that means that we have to like really get rid of them. And other people think we can just get rid of their power base. You know, it, we're going to see as we go forward what all this, all this manifests into. I, I like the optimism of Cliff High that we're going to win. And I even had talked to Tom Rents for a while and, you know, we're going to win this, this jab situation too as people wake up. People who are morally right win in the long run. You can't win wars being on the wrong side of morality. It just doesn't work. His last, Cliff High's last show was so great. It was probably the best show I've seen him do as far as, I know he's done a lot of great shows, but I really enjoyed it because it put things into a context of morality and why wars don't win, why wars take forever, why the moral, people with the moral high ground wins the heart and minds of the people and why they have to do all this, this psycho um, psyops and you know, he didn't put it necessarily in that context, but he's talking about historically about the uh, moral high ground. And I love that because that's why they have to do all these psyops because they have to convince you that what you're doing is the ethical right thing. It's the moral high ground. So they convince you to hurt yourself is the moral high ground. They convince you that to go in, steal everybody else's resources or do whatever is the moral high ground. And when you really aren't on the you don't really have the moral high ground. You can't win the war because there's enough people that just figure it out. But we need to wake more people up so that they aren't so swayed by these psyops to do evil or to facilitate their evil actions because they think it's a moral high ground, but it's just BS. So anyways, we're going to talk about... um, what this Legion of Doom is and, and other things that he thinks is going on. It's a really interesting, it's always interesting when I have Dave Hodges on. But I want to remind you to go to my website at sarahwestall.com. Sign up for my newsletter. That's where you're going to get all my notifications. And while you're there, please support my affiliates. That's how I keep everything going, along with supporting me by joining sarahwestall.tv 
or Ebonier, and you can see uh, a lot of free videos and stuff there. And on Ebonier, you can get a lot of free eBooks and things. So anyways, let's get into this interesting conversation with Dave Hodges. Hi, Dave. Welcome back to the show. I'm glad to be here. Always, always happy to be with you, Sarah. You have so much uh, good intel. I, one of the top investigative journalists, and they don't like you very much. And I know why. They don't like anybody who do, does a good job because doing a good job exposes crimes. And that's what we need. You have some really interesting intel on this meeting that just occurred between leaders. And can you explain what that, what it was, what the name of it is and what's going on? The meeting is still going on, and I first learned about it from Paul Preston, and I've since had it confirmed by two other sources that don't wish to go public for very obvious reasons. The meeting is called the Legion of Doom meeting, and if I were to describe it, uh, Paul and I six years ago did a number of research joint ventures and a number of radio shows on CalExit's attempt to use violence as a means to get California out of the United States and have their own independent federation controlled by the United Nations. Mm -hmm. And Eric Holder was leading the effort and Paul had embedded sources at some of these meetings and they were planning to murder white people in mass, go to events where conservatives would be and wipe them out. We're talking La Raza, they attempted to implicate uh, people like uh, Peter McLaren from Chapman University the, uh, with the Jesuit connections, uh, the Mexican consulate. And remember, this is six years ago, even before Trump was elected. Um, the Chicoms, George Soros, a whole host of uh, terrorist groups. Uh, they and now the new uh, Confederation of Terrorists are meeting in D.C. with deep state people called the Legion of Doom add in Native American tribal leaders, not all of them, but many of them, casino owners, uh, deeply in bed with the cartels, money laundering and so forth. And they are organizing, we believe, to stop this red wave of populism that's springing up, which put Virginia in the hands of Republicans, which I never thought was possible. And they want to thwart this populism movement through extreme domestic terrorism. In fact, I'm actually calling it the Tet Offensive of Domestic Terrorism, referring to the 1968 Tet Lunar New Year ceasefire in which the Viet Cong and North Vietnamese attacked every single capital of every province in South Vietnam. And this was when Lyndon Johnson was telling the American people that we're winning the Vietnam War. And this was the one event that turned the American people against the war. Well, we're going to be seeing a Tet Offensive of a different type, mass terrorism across the country. And I believe that they're going to be carrying out these acts in mass, and this is what they're planning. And I'm going to give you a little coincidence, Sarah, and I don't have any intel, but boy, this is really interesting. Doug Ducey is gone from the state of Arizona, and no one knows where. Katie Hobbs, the George Soros campaign-funded Secretary of State's in charge. And also Gavin Newsom has not been heard of for 12 days. Now they're using vaccine injury as an excuse. I don't believe it. I think it's likely that Ducey, who is a Chinese, communist Chinese operative that I've documented nine times Sunday, and of course we all know about Newsom, 
I believe that they're getting their marching orders in preparation for the event that's ready to happen. And I'll go one step further. People ask me. Same with Saki. Think that's why she's missing? Could be. Okay, keep going. Could be. But I'll, I'll go one further. Uh, people ask me, Dave, what do you think the uh, flashpoint will be? When, when will this occur? And I said, well, maybe Christmas because they like big events. But then something happened last night. I watched testimony, uh, recorded testimony of the uh, person who had their arm blown off by Kyle Rittenhouse. And this testimony, uh, let's put it this way. This prosecutor is either the dumbest lawyer to ever pass the bar exam, or he's deliberately sabotaging his own case. When you put uh, someone on the stand, you've already talked to them privately. What will you testify to? And if I ask you this, what will you say? And if they cross-examine you and say this and this, how will you answer? So that's already done. You already, you don't ask questions that you don't know the answer to. Well, in cross-examination, I saw with my own eyes, this person admit that Kyle Rittenhouse did not shoot me until I lowered my gun and pointed it at him from a distance of five feet. He made the case for self-defense, no questions asked. Yep, I, I believe that. they're sabotaging the case and the Kyle Rittenhouse case could very well be the flashpoint. It'll be the Rodney King event of 2021. And I think it could set off this domestic terrorism. That's what you think. Well, yeah. that or something else, but that is a good because indication. There's so many weird things that are going on, that being one of them, or just incompetence at a level that is in, just incredible. Kind no, of like no the, prosecutor, Sarah, yeah, no prosecutor no. gets to that position and is that stupid. Well, that's what I say. I mean, it's the same with pulling out of Afghanistan and all these things. It's like you can't be this incompetent. I mean, there's a level of incompetence that we understand. And there is a level of incompetence that's so bad that it, it's not incompetence or something else going on. Yeah, I would totally agree with you. Absolutely. No question. And I think at the end of the day, we have the possible flashpoint. And I'll go even one step further. I had this discussion with Doug Thornton today. And Doug Thornton is former the former wrecker who is a federal LEO who's been on my show for years. Now he's retired from DHS and we know him as Doug Thornton. And I asked him about Las Vegas, the Las Vegas massacre. And I covered yep. this in detail and the FBI was totally criminal in their investigation. And I asked him, I said, was this a beta test for what's about to come? And he said, it certainly fits the profile. Yeah. And you know what? You're not the only one talking about the hearing of false flags and upcoming terrorism. I mean, there has been people blowing the whistle that this is what they're hearing. This is the chatter. And now you're starting to put some pieces together and where you think it's going to happen from and what's going to trigger it and, and just more, more of it. Um, when do you think you're thinking Christmas time? Do you think Christmas time is, you know, usually they wait until it's a little warmer weather, but you think they're going to do it. They, they have, they're under the gun. And so you think they're going to do it sooner. I don't think it's calendar related any longer. At one time, I guessed it was Christmas. I think now it's event related. And I think the Rittenhouse situation could be the flashpoint. And if not Rittenhouse, they're, they're kind of telling me with their actions that this is going to be event driven, like a Rodney King situation. Or like a Floyd, George Floyd, but more. Because last summer was, was incredible. So you think it's going to be last summer on steroids? 
Yes. Much but worse. Th- much worse. Do you think it's going to be the people doing Because they got all the people motivated with George Floyd. Do you think it's going to be less people, but more um, violent? Well, we know that MS-13 and all these uh, yes. cartels are here, the CJNG, the Sinaloas, they're active participants in the CalExit movement and have been for years. Uh, they're going to invoke these forces. And one thing I want to say here very clearly, and I have written about this and people just didn't want to pay attention because it wasn't relevant to their immediate life. But I documented from sources inside of Mexico how the uh, Chicoms have turned many of the Sinaloas into light infantry units equipped uh, appropriately. In other words, uh, it caused Trump to change the border design of the wall from a 30 foot high structure to one that could repel a light infantry invasion. Well, we also learned at the same time last year that there were three stockpiles of weapons that were light infantry related that were uncovered by federal authorities. And we said they were for Antifa. Now Antifa are uh, 18 to 40 year olds, uh, fat out of shape little sissies that know how to throw firebombs, but that's about it. This was for more sophisticated groups. And I believe these weapons caches are all around the country. Well, and, you know, I had the federal agent of Victor Avala on who specialized in human trafficking. He was based out of Monterey, but he was a U.S. federal agent and he was shot. This was like a decade ago, 10 years ago now. And what he said is that there was a turning point then where the Chinese took over the cartels. And the, the whole thing changed and yeah. they turn them into a much more sophisticated thing. And now we're really dealing, dealing with some serious issues and he's trying to wake people up. So what you're saying has been verified by, you know, federal agents who specialize and worked in that area. Uh, what are you, are you thinking that this weaponization of the, the police also could be part of getting the weapons into the local communities, which could be really a way to get them into the cartels locally. I'll say it this way. There's a reason Eric uh, Holder is the operational director for the old Cal Exit movement, which I believe now has turned into a centralized terrorist organizational group. And Eric Holder, as you know, was uh, uh, guilty of fast and furious distribution of American weapons two cartel forces south of the border that resulted in the death of three border agents, including the most famous case, Brian Terry. He went before Congress and was questions on this. He refused to answer. He was uh, found guilty of contempt of Congress. Of course, they didn't punish him. Democrats never go to prison. And he had to resign. And that's where we brought in Loretta Lynch mob, who is also part of the Cal Exit movement now. So uh, Eric Holder, I believe, is the primary director of these kinds of weapons into the appropriate hands. Now, I'm even going to step even farther out of the box here. Last night, um, Paul Preston called me, and I got to be careful how I tell this because I don't want to divulge an identity that I don't have permission to divulge. But Paul Preston called me last night, and we've been talking about this whole scenario unfolding as we are right now. And he connected me with one of his sources that gives him really good military information. And I could tell three minutes into the conversation, this guy was the real deal. And he said the 153rd division was called up. They're being sent to Ukraine and Putin simultaneously now is issuing a no fly zone order over 
uh, Russia and Ukraine. In addition, the Israelis on Friday, one of their key generals went before the Knesset and said, we can't depend on America to defend us in the Middle East because it's a country that's undergoing a collapse. And Israel now has invoked a no-fly zone in anticipation of a Syrian and uh, Iranian attack. I think this is international. I think what we're seeing, what I've been describing here uh, with the Legion of Doom, uh, this is largely domestic, but I think it ties into world events because I don't think these things are happening no. in isolation yep. at the same time. Well, and we're seeing, you know, weird activities in New Zealand and Australia and all Very over the bizarre. place. Yeah. The other thing that I saw a report uh, from DeSantis, you know, his office is they came out with 77 flights that the Biden administration in the middle of the night brought in from the border. And they're trying to get the who was on these flights and the administration, they won't release it. The feds won't release who was on that yet. They're trying to figure it out. Now, that's just Florida, not all these other states as well. DeSantis just seems to be pushing back more than all these other governors. But how many other flights all over the country have there been? Well, we need to be worried about who's on the plane. And I guarantee That's you- That's exactly right. It's not Jose and Maria that are really good, decent people that thought they were supposed to come here and they just want to be able to make a living. And they pose no real harm to anybody except for the cost they bring to our society. But uh, I, we're talking, this is, the only reason you would um, uh, obscure the identity of the people you're bringing in is because they don't want you to know. Why wouldn't they want you to know? because they're terrorists that are pre-positioning. Well, and you're right, I think, because Victor Avala, I asked him about that. He said he's been on a number of flights where there have been cartel members who were not, or who he could tell were some kind of, you know, trafficking or criminal element, because he's trained to know that based on how he asked questions. Um, and he was on the flight. He, they were not identified. They were not brought through security. They're brought on. The, and he says that, often when he was flying, he saw them with little children and they were feeding them with uh, bottles of Coke, you know, like a, they'll have a bottle, a four-year-old will have a bottle, baby bottle with Coke in it. You know, I mean, you just stuff that you wouldn't do if you were the actual parent. So they're not only bringing in, and this is what he was saying, they're not only bringing in criminal actors, but they're also bringing in traffickers without putting them through any kind of identification process. Can he personally witness this? I would just say this to the public who's watching this now. Does anybody, can anybody name one thing the Biden administration has done to help America? One thing. They're now in the process of starting to cancel another pipeline at a time when we have an energy crisis. So they, Biden is intent on destroying America. And it's not Biden, it's Susan Rice and Obama. Well, and and Biden is not all there, right? I mean, there's a report that the Italians actually believe and people actually believe that he crapped his pants. Like we (laughs) talked about, I know it's it's humorous, but at the same time, I mean, it's even the, the Italians are really believing it and reporting on it. How do they know this? I don't know. I don't want to be graphic, but did he leave a trail? I just wonder how I, they know. Or he smelled. <laughs> I don't be. know. The thing is, is that nobody doubts this, you know, and, and to be fair, if you ate something, it could happen to anybody. But in his case, 
he's older and he's, you know, it's elder abuse. And so people feel bad bringing it up. The problem is, is that he shouldn't be there and we shouldn't, we, this is terrible. I feel bad for the people who have the same symptoms he has and have to endure all this crap and feel ridiculed through him. But the problem is he's totally incompetent. And you know how uh, Kamala Harris's approval rating is at like 28%, the worst of any politician ever to hold that 20, office. 22%, sorry to oh, say that. Okay, I just, well, 22. I just heard that it might've been 28 <laughs> yesterday. It's 22 <laughs> this morning. That's what I read. But the problem I have, how can Biden's be hired? Because they feel sorry for the guy? I mean, they, they give him a higher approval rating because at least she has some wits about her. He is so bad. He couldn't, you know, no. they're giving you whether he is, is competent at his job or not. You approve of his job when he can't even, you know what I mean? How can no. he even be higher? It's not. Uh, you have to remember, most of the polls are political designed to shape public opinion through the process we call groupthink. Yes. Uh, so if, if they're saying Biden's approval rating is 34% and Kamala's 22, it's probably Biden's 22 and Kamala is probably in single digits. <laughs> Whatever. They're both so bad. They just don't, you know, I, I don't know how she could be lower than him. Although maybe she's lower because people despise her because she can think. And he is um, a little higher because the, the Democrats feel bad saying that saying that they don't approve of him even though they don't you know what i mean yeah let, let me tell you where i think this is going to end up though this is not the terrorism is a means to an end and we'll have such chaos in this country we have to remember what uh obama and john Kerry did before they left office um, at the yes. beginning of 20 2017 yep. They signed us into an agreement with the UN called the Kigali Principles, and we became the 29th nation to agree that if the UN judges a nation to be in uh, irreversible chaos, they can bring in their peacekeepers, so to speak, to set things right. Now, I believe that Biden is going to face problems from the military, and I think his safety card, his safety net, is to bring in the UN. And this, it's not an accident that NATO just took over Norfolk Naval Base about three months ago. And there's no reason for NATO to have a base on American soil. It is strictly a European-based defense organization. Why are they on our land? They're on our land to facilitate this takeover. Yeah, and I think that um, you know we're seeing all the elements of that, the attack on our military through these vaccine mandates and so many else you know i heard too recently that what was it 750 million dollars how much money was helicoptered in by obama um to iran and what i'm hearing is that that money uh, you know of course a lot of it was to bribe local people but it was also used as a funneling mechanism for this time to prepare for this time now i'm hearing um things i can't confirm all my reports but that's what I'm hearing is that that's what Obama, that's a lot of that money was, was uh, set aside for these operations and to prepare for it. I would agree. Um, that to me is farther down the list of important events we're dealing with now. What we have to deal with is what's in our face. Um, Iran will be a significant issue. 
uh, at some point, especially when they're fully nuclear. But I, I, I really believe that right now we're facing um, the real possibility that America ends as we know it. Yes. That this is, we're gonna we're gonna live through Kristallnacht, and but it's not gonna be a one night. Let's go out and burn down all the Jewish businesses. They're gonna go out and burn down America over a period of time. Well, and let me let me clarify that money that was put given to Iran was funneled back to target elements in the United States for these purposes now. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, Hamas and Hezbollah and groups like that. Yes. And different Mm -hmm. things. Yes. Um, But the other thing is I'm also hearing that they're scared because people are waking up. This COVID thing is not working out. Things aren't working out for him. Afghanistan. I mean, he's, he crapped his pants, you know, I mean, those kinds of things, people are, are getting it. The, the brand and the administration, you know, the chance there was a woman. The brand, in, the administration. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a woman in a, in a hockey game that was escorted out because she had a, a sweatshirt on that said, go Brandon. And when the crowd realized what was going on, the whole stadium erupted chanting, go Brandon. <laughs> so totally backfired on him. My point is, is that this is just keeps backfiring. And so this, the bad part is when you corner a rat, when you corner somebody who's bad, they're going to do something. They're going to try to push back in with equal force. And what you're talking about is that equal force. Yeah. I don't know if the Legion of doom can be undone, but I guarantee you they're planning. And I, and, and I can't say it'll become operational. I can't say when it'll be operational, but just based on the known facts as they are today on November the 9th, I think the Rittenhouse situation could be the flashpoint. And I've already told you how it's going to go down. I also believe we're going to see an attack upon the grid. They're going to make America as miserable as possible, where we will have to depend on the government for food, electricity, or any other of the basic needs. This is how they're going to gain control. And it's not coincidental that they sent heels in the air Harris to the COP26 uh, convention. And I think her mission is this. Yes, we lost Virginia. Yes, there is a red revolution. But don't worry, we're on board with all your climate change, steal the wealth of the middle class across the planet. Uh, Here's what we're going to do to mitigate it. And I think she's the messenger for everything as well in America. Well, and I'm just hoping that we have enough power through the people to stand up for this. I think that the United States is a wild card for them because even though they have power and all these institutions, they need the people to implement it. And I, and the people are armed. So while you have New Zealand and Australia and Canada that don't have the same mindsets as us, you know, I just had Kevin Annett on talking about how Americans just think differently. You know, we are, we just think differently. That's why they're seeing this pushback and we are a wild card in their formula because they don't have the support of the people. Yeah, other, I, I, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. In other areas, they have the support through fear. Well, they're trying to do that here and they've done a pretty good job of it. But yes, they have. I mean, when you see people wearing masks in cars, I would say that uh, they've been somewhat successful. But that you're right. The people are rejecting this. I mean, just common sense. Just sit down and think for a second. That person has a vaccine, which is supposed to stop COVID. But you have to have a vaccine because why? 
well, obviously their vaccine's not working and you have to wear a mask now. Why? Even though you're fully vaccinated. I went into a hospital yesterday. You must wear a mask despite your vaccination status. It's so stupid. And right now what they're telling you, the vaccines don't work. It's they so don't stupid. work. And it is so dumb. Out. Yeah, well, they're giving last year's flu shot to this year. I mean, beyond the other problems that it has, which is incredible, the, they're, they're giving last year's flu shot to this season's disease. And so just based on that, I mean, there's so many issues with this. It's incredible. And I, where, where do you think the banking situation is happening? Because I'm hearing more and more that we need to get from, and I came out with you talking about the executive that told me that January 1st is a drop dead date, that they're going to shut down accounts. But I'm hearing more and more reports of executives saying, get your money out of the banks. Yeah, um, there are 230 banks, and I've been told they're under the direction of BlackRock and Vanguard. And they are going to long-term not allow any business to exist with a bank account that's not totally eco-friendly and under the capitulation, willful capitulation with these climate change policies. Carbon um, credits. Yeah, but I also think that they have to gain control of the banking system, which in America, let's look at this. Okay, we're dumping untold debt on, on the dollar at a time when the petrodollar is fading and that's the only backing we have for the dollar. So effectively we have an emerging fiat currency that's laden with tremendous debt. That's a, that's a prescription for hyperinflation. And we're already seeing the chest pains before the heart attack right now in our economy. And I think it's just a matter of time till hyperinflation sits in. And I think this is what we'll see first. We'll see a devaluation of the money. Uh, so if you had $100,000 in the bank, it's now $10,000. And then we'll see complete confiscation like we did in 1929. And that's why people are saying, get it the hell out of the bank. Yeah, you know, this is why, you know, I'm not pumping one of my clients, but why I advertise for groups like Noble Gold, they have an across the board diversity program where you're diversely invested in different things that stood the test of time and certainly not fiat currency. Uh, everyone needs to look at something like this. And if your broker says, ah, keep your money in the bank, it's fine. You got the wrong broker. Uh, you need to, to be in gold, silver, Bitcoin. You need to back up your IRA and your 401k with precious metals like gold or silver. Uh, if you don't, it's all going to be gone, folks. It's going to be And you don't totally have much gone. time. You don't have much time. Well, for what you're saying, we got seven weeks. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what their drop dead date is. I don't know when they're going to pull the trigger on there. Yeah, deal. I don't have any intel on that. I know it's coming. I yeah. know it's coming. Um, we, we are, uh, speaking of Noble Gold, uh, we've done, I went from advertiser to customer, and we're going to be customers again this week. That's all I'm going to say is, you know what, I want as little money in the bank as possible. So I could pay a car repair bill, pay my monthly bills, but beyond that, no, my money has to come out and we're in the yeah. process of doing that. Well, and I work with Miles Franklin, which you probably know of too, but I yeah. am a customer big time and we're figuring out how to get our money out of the banks as well. Um, and just have enough to do what we need to do because it's, it's pretty serious, but let's shift gears to, uh, the election situation. I know in Racine, Wisconsin, the sheriff actually is prosecuting. 
so we actually have uh, Patriot in Wisconsin, and that one might be the first one to recertify the election because what happened there is enough to turn the election. Arizona is another one which clearly shows that there's enough it's not. to turn the election. No, no, let me tell you, you're, you're being deceived in Arizona. I know this for a fact. I'm speaking to a fairly What's large- enough to, No, 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 hold on. It's a, The fraud was enough to, to, to turn the election in, obviously, in Arizona. But the, tell uh, me what's audit, going on. I call the audit the fraud it because yes. of the fact that the people in charge of that damn thing are equally or more corrupt than the people who stole the election. Let me give you an example, okay? I'm not saying that the people I'm going to mention have done anything legally wrong, but they're benefiting from a corrupt election system. And let me just share with you just one example. And then I'll give you some hard examples. Uh, you take State Senator Sonny Borelli. In June, uh, he parroted many of the things that I printed in May, and people contacted me and says, oh, your state Senator Dave is imitating you. And this is what my audience was saying. Oh, they, they took the ballots that were duplicates with no originals after their voter registration polls had been hacked. And that's how they got names that walk and don't walk. And that's the phrase I used six weeks before. And he's saying that on YouTube. And then all his YouTube, we need to decertify the election, they all disappeared. All these interviews disappeared, okay? And then he started holding meetings in Northern Arizona where he's saying, oh, we're only looking at the civil part of things. It's not criminal. Oh. Hold on now. Now he got interviewed again. And uh, my main uh, Intel guy for elections sent me the interview. And he said, oh, we need to decertify. He's playing a role. The attorney general is investigating the corrupt Adrian Fontes, who was the county clerk and recorder at the time. And I won't go into all the detail, but this guy was dirty in the election, really dirty. He never disclosed to the public that the voter registration polls had been hacked. I mean, he had an obligation to do that and he didn't do it. Now he's under investigation by the attorney general. This is the same attorney general that has been handed by Liz Harris over 100,000 fake votes from her canvassing of Maricopa County. And he won't do anything about that. And clear fraud that she substantiated, but he'll go after the single voting case. Like I where know, that's a, daughter, a daughter takes a mom's vote who just died in October, cast the vote in November, but we'll prosecute that. And let me tell you this, the attorney general, Brnovich, he's dirty. He is now says that Adrian Fontes, that county clerk and recorder is under investigation. Bullcrap, the investigation's designed to head off further scrutiny. He's protecting him with this investigation. And now let me get down to the hardcore part of this. Ladies and gentlemen, across America, your community is compromised the same way mine is. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors that were in charge of dispensing election stuff, the voting machines, the election codes, and all the evidence they won't give up. Well, they were ordered to give it up by two courts and then the attorney general who gave them 60 days in two different rulings to do it. And then the audit was ruled, oh, Biden won without the surrender of the evidence. So they reached a verdict without the evidence. The head of the audit, Karen Fan, who double dips or was double dipping with her construction company on state projects, I said, she's vulnerable. And now we're looking at her real estate dealings in Prescott and ask her who she's moving money for. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let uh, the realtors in Prescott, Arizona, speak more to that. Okay, the head of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, the chairman, Jack Sellers, 
is like the poster child for let's let China own us and we'll create all these sister cities and joint projects with China at a time when they're telling us they're going to nuke us over Taiwan. And then you've got the uh, sheriff of Maricopa County who would have to do the arrest for voter fraud. He was given $2 million by George Soros organizations. That's not in dispute. Sheriff Mack even uh, confirmed that. And then you got Dougie Ducey, whose business, Stone Cold Creamery, uh, was made successful in China after it was floundering here in America. And then in 2017, in a speech before the National Governors Association, he said, and I quote, we love doing business with the Chinese. We know your military needs rare earth minerals and we're happy to supply them to you. And he also was the one that refused to let the state Senate come in and have a special session in December after the election until after the certification date. So he, he, he's, he's an agent in the fraud. The attorney general is an agent in the fraud. The chairman of the board of supervisors is a participant in the fraud by refusing to release required information to do a decent investigation. That's my state. And I just gave you the Reader's Digest version. Well, it's interesting because we know that we've been covering this for a while, that the majority of these people are blackmailed. They're controlled. They're put into place because they're blackmailable and they're controlled. And it's it's hard for us to watch people act like, you know, it's like the front of charities, trafficking operations are charities who claim that they're taking down trafficking because that gives them access. And it's so hard to wrap our mind around the fact that the people who represent themselves as something that they're not, and that's where this rhino name came from. It's, it's, it's difficult. That's what you have to look at actions. And, but they purposely do this. This is what we've been talking about forever, about how they infiltrate and act like something they're not, because that gives them more power. It's hard to get our yeah. head around it because we wouldn't do it. The process started, I'm interviewing uh, this lady named Susan Bradford, and she's had a seat at the table on the other side. She also worked as a writer for CBS News until she was told your personality is not compliant enough. And she stepped back and says, I can't support this anyway. And she's turned into a crusader and a good one. And she has detailed voter fraud on the level. I'll give you an example. She wrote an article, it's on my website and I'm interviewing her later today. And she's revealing the fact that General Flynn was part of the voter fraud. He was a plant. Remember he was a carryover from Obama. So that shouldn't be surprising. Yeah, she sent me that article. She's been wanting me to um, cover it and post it. And, and I and I was I've just I released a lot of things this weekend. And, and so I didn't even see it until today. And you're you're right. And I think that because a lot of people have been rumbling that there's something wrong and there is Flynn. I have a hard time because he is motivating people at the base to stand up. So no, I you know why I he's doing it, though, time. Sarah. Sir, yeah, let me, me let me interrupt you. He now has motive. He's the Lee Oswald of the modern day. He's set up to be the patsy. Jared Kushner and his wife, Ivanka, George Soros business partners. I mean, uh, there's a long history of relationship there. They were involved in the voter fraud um, connected with Dominion and so forth. Now, you've got Enter uh, Flynn, who's part of this cabal. But as the realization of the Russian collusion delusion, the fake FISA warrants and all this nonsense was rolling up, 
Jared Kushner did not want to get implicated. So he had his friends uh, throw General Flynn to the wolves and they sacrificed him. Well, and I could see, I have an issue with generals not being, they've worked really hard to make sure that every general is compromised and under their thumb. That's true. And so, yeah, so there's some interesting things with generals. And so I've always questioned it. And and there's been some problems with this election that I never quite understood. Um, I I, I don't know. I want to see more information on that only because he's motivated so many people, but there's so many people also stepping out saying what Susan's saying. And so it's so disturbing. It's so, it, it bothers me so much when you think that there's a, a person who could be a hero isn't what we think they are. And so, you know, I like to see a little bit more because I think that lose people lose so much hope when somebody they think is good isn't. And it's, it's, people need some hope, you know. Well, I think he's legitimately joined the other side because he got thrown under the bus. You think but, that's what it is? But but then again, too, Benedict Arnold after the Revolutionary War was never accepted into British society in London because who could trust a traitor? And that's how we should judge General Flynn. Yeah. yeah. I, listen, I, I believe that's... Susan is 100% correct about Flynn um, because she could I, be. I, well, she yeah. is because she's yeah. attached him to Jared Kushner. Kushner is the reason today that Donald Trump is not the president. He's the number one reason. Well, and we all question Kushner, Kushner, or whatever his name is, Kushner. And, you know, I I just, oh, it's just another bombshell. You know, I I read that article or her report this morning. So I know what you're talking about. It's just so disappointing, isn't it, Dave? Well, I would say this. um, This infiltration of America, as Susan said, started in the 1960s. Uh, with Henry Kissinger opening up China. Richard Nixon facilitated a lot of it as well. And in the last 30 years, in particular in the last 20 years, we've seen intense Chinese infiltration into American society. George Soros has been at it for 25 years. They're partners with the Chinese to the same end, bring down America. And they have compromised our politics from top to bottom. We even have places in the United States where they train Democratic operatives to pretend to be Republicans, run for office, get elected, then enact their nonsense. Yeah. And we see evidence of this every day. I mean, yes. I, I wrote it, I, I did a podcast on this. 13 GOP members built back Biden. In other words, they betrayed America yes. by, by voting to spend us into bankruptcy even further. That's what we just saw recently. Yeah. And that's the hard part. And that's what we're getting to is that when you, you see all this, um, infiltration and uh blackmail and stuff it's so hard to get our heads wrapped around it because a normal person doesn't operate this way but these people are not normal they're just like a spy you know they're spies essentially what they are they're spies for the enemy and that's hard to deal with all they're all they're told is you're just looking the other way and by the way this corrupt election system will take care of you and you're getting elected and i thought about this why should the GOP in Arizona do anything different because the people in charge are benefiting from a corrupt election system? Whether they're receiving direct benefit or not is not the point because they know the system can be turned against them at any time. Well, they, they're, and they don't care what happens to their loved ones later on. I mean, they no. sold out to some such a degree that they don't care that their children won't have what we had growing up. 
that their whole free sense of freedom is gone. You know, Sarah, before we close, I need to, I want to say this before we close. Um, I'm absolutely convinced I'm correct about the terrorism coming. I'm not sure the form or the timetable. I'm giving you my best educated guesses today, but they're educated guesses. And, you know, we talk about game plans. You know, Mike Tyson said, my boxing game plan changed when I got hit in the mouth. So these can change in their fluid. But I'm telling you, they're taking America down. And the Chinese, I That's believe. That's their goal. That's for sure. If they don't get us with domestic terrorism and totally subjugate us, I believe the Chinese will bring bioterrorism on an unbelievable level. But I want to say this before we close. Uh, you need to prep. You need to prep like there's no tomorrow because literally there might not be. Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, because your prescriptions are going to soon get cut off. And you need tools to repair things. Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. And you need to do this now. Now, yesterday. There isn't next week. When hyperinflation hits, game's over. You're not going to be buying anything. So where can people learn more about you? Because I think you're right. Where can people learn? You have such an excellent blog um, you give people a dose of reality that they need to hear. It just, it's a, it's real. It's not to scare people. It's to give people reality in a scary time. That's what I've been You know, people need to understand how I got started this business. I got involved because I was a victim of John McCain and I thought it was a single issue. And then it grew to, I saw this other corruption. And then before I knew it, someone stuck a microphone in front of my face and said, you need a radio show. And that's how I got started. I'm, I'm an educator and a coach by trade. But I also said, if I don't do something, who will? And, and uh, that's why I do what I do. I, I, I'm not a trained journalist. It's, it's obvious to anyone who knows journalism, not a trained journalism. Well, I, am, I don't I think am, it's obvious. What I it am is, a trained, is that I'm a trained most, researcher, though. I research on. really well. What the difference is, is that journalists are in the system and they're afraid to step out of line. There you go. Exactly. They're propaganda And you're artists. out of the box. You're out of the box and you're willing to do it. Well, let me just say this, my research skills, and I taught research to graduate students trying to work on their dissertation. Uh, my research skills are very good. I've written courses in statistics, so they're good. And I do better research than you see today in the mainstream media. And you're right, they're hamstrung uh, by the constraints that are put upon them. But anyway, how people can follow me very quickly is the um, commonsenseshow.com. Uh, we also have a TV show now, the commonsenseshow.tv, which we're on right now. And in addition, we, um, we have podcasts, so uh, we're on all the usual suspects. So that, that's how you follow us. Then we have our radio shows on Global Star, Red State, and KYH. And on that note, Sarah, I really got to run because I yep. got another interview coming up. But thanks for having me. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dave. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.